Welcome to the TPS5 for the week of October 29th. TPS5 is a weekly recap of the latest in marketing, communications, and digital healthcare news as curated by the expert hosts of the Touchpoint Media Network. To learn more about Touchpoint Media, visit us online at touchpoint.health. Our first story this week is from healthcarefinance.com and puts into context the announcement this week of Intermountain Healthcare's intent to merge with Sanford Health in the larger trend of mergers and acquisitions that are impacting the healthcare industry. Despite a dip in M&A activity in 2020, analysts predict that the pent-up activity from the pandemic will very likely cause a surge in deals in 2021. This week, Salt Lake City, Utah-based Intermountain Healthcare and Sanford Health, headquartered in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, have signed a letter of intent to merge. Combined, the two health systems will have 70 hospitals in Utah, South Dakota, North Dakota, Minnesota, and Iowa. And the two health systems plan to bring their organizations together under one system to expand access to value-based care, they said in a statement. Intermountain Healthcare is an integrated not-for-profit system that has a team of more than 41,000 caregivers. Sanford Health is made up of 48,000 employees spanning 24 states. With announcements of a merged leadership team and board, this combined organization can employ more than 89,000 people across its 70 hospitals, 435 clinics, and 366 senior care facilities. It will also insure over 1 million people. Of course, this is pending federal and state approvals with an anticipated merger timeline of 2021. Until further notice, though, the two organizations will continue to operate under their current names. So far this year, healthcare M&A activity has been down, primarily as a result of the pandemic. The second quarter of 2020 saw M&A activity drop 20% from the first quarter and 34% when compared to Q2 of 2019, according to Irving Levin Associates. Not only were there fewer mergers and acquisitions in Q2, but the ones that did occur were worth less than those in Q1 2020 and Q2 2019, according to S&P Global Market Intelligence. The aggregate transaction value of mergers and acquisitions in Q2 was $12.26 billion, compared to $29.31 billion in Q1 and $137.29 billion in the second quarter of 2019. Despite Q2 being the lowest quarter as far as M&A activity in the last five years, analysts predict that the pent-up activity from the pandemic will very likely cause a surge moving into 2021. And they predict mergers and acquisitions will be particularly active among small and independent hospitals looking to partner to stay afloat. But we are seeing third-quarter healthcare merger and acquisition activity this year as largely up because of deals in progress from before the pandemic. For example, New Hanover Regional Medical Center in North Carolina issued a request for proposals in January of 2020 and just recently decided on a collaborative proposal from Novant Health and UNC Health. Illinois-based Northwest Community Healthcare also recently announced its decision to join North Shore after an 18-month strategic assessment. Some healthcare mergers and acquisition deals paused during the height of the pandemic were also restarted by the third quarter such as the execution of a definitive agreement between UMass Memorial Healthcare and Harrington Healthcare. Other planned deals, however, have fallen through. According to Anu Singh, managing director and leader of mergers, acquisitions, and partnerships practice at Kaufman Hall, the pandemic may be acting as a catalyst for larger strategic partnerships and tactical transactions, and he anticipates that the ongoing financial pressures of the pandemic will only strengthen the need for partnerships, with new opportunities emerging in the months ahead. 
On the other end of the spectrum, though, tactical transactions may result as smaller and less capitalized organizations seek the benefit of larger systems. The pandemic has not altered the solid fundamentals of good market position, strong demographics, and highly valued community services. And as a result, systems that showed strength pre-COVID-19 remain attractive partners. More hospitals and health systems are also partnering with market specialists, Singh stated, which are innovators or segment-focused organizations where a broader continuum of care opportunity can be jointly pursued. You can read more of this in our show notes. And now, other stories from this week. Wired Magazine's article, Ransomware Hits Dozens of Hospitals in an Unprecedented Wave, reports on how ransomware attacks have struck almost two dozen United States hospitals and healthcare organizations in recent weeks, just as COVID-19 cases spike across the U.S. According to U.S. intelligence agencies and cybersecurity professionals, the situation could soon become much worse. Becker Health IT's post, 10 Big Ideas in Healthcare Marketing, shares 10 big concepts that healthcare marketing executives shared with Becker's hospital review in the past three months. Complex.com reveals that Apple might make its own search engine in the wake of the Department of Justice's Google lawsuit. According to the Financial Times, Apple is making furtive moves towards creating its own search engine. It cites a better internal search rolled out with iOS 14, the company's poaching of Google's head of search, and also a hiring spree of search developers. And lastly, be sure to check out the Source podcast from the American Telemedicine Association, which features an interview with Dr. Jim Malt, CEO and chairman at BioIntelliSense. And you can find links to all of these articles in our show notes. And that's it for this week's TPS 5. If you like the latest in healthcare news in an email delivered weekly to your inbox, be sure to subscribe to the TPS report, which you can sign up for on the Touchpoint Media website at touchpoint.health. Be safe, stay positive, and have a great week. And happy Halloween.